the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time now for New Hope Radio on AM 1100 KFAX. This program is the radio ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship in Hayward, a place of healing and restoration. Now here's today's message of hope. My kids, they know how to get me, man. I'm sitting there and I'm I'm just trying to watch the game. For a whole hour, you've seen me here. You, You could have asked me this question. But you wait, and then you, you, you don't even know how to pick up verbal cues. I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at the game. But yet you're still talking. Lord, help me. Help me right now. Be the father that I need to be. My wife does the same thing. She starts talking and I'll put the movie or what I'm watching on pause and I'm waiting for her to say, oh, are you watching some of my bed? (laughs) No, I think when I hit pause, she's like, thank you, because I got a lot to say. (laughs) And so I sit there and I'm smiling. (laughs) I'm nodding. They don't know that I'm saying, get out. (laughs) But the Holy Spirit is keeping me from falling and presenting me faultless before the presence of his glory. So I'm sitting there going, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, really, yeah, really, really, oh, that's wow, really, yes, wow, it's raining, yeah, I noticed that myself. (laughs) Wow. You need things from the store? Yeah, just look in the refrigerator. I know, yeah, yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm saying that because the Holy Spirit is going, no, no, that's not how you respond. No, no, they're more important than the game. Who said? I said, Tim, I said, yeah, you're right, Lord. They are more important than the game. Your your team's losing anyway, so just stop it. (laughs) That's why I need to focus, Lord. They need me paying attention so they would win. Tim, stop it. Listen. He's helping me be a husband. He's helping me be a father. He's helping me be a brother. He's helping me in the areas that need help. Why? Because I'm living in the hope of his calling. I'm living in the hope of his calling, all right? The hope of his calling is over my life, and every single day, Netta is revealed deeper. Every single day, he wants to reveal more to you. But every single day, you got to surrender. Oh, I like that. There was a song that Michelle played on Friday night says that if the wind will obey you, so will I. 
I was like, wait a minute. The wind is stronger than me. The wind can blow me away. I can't blow the wind away. I can't even see the wind. The wind can just come up on me and, and, and sneak attack and, and blow me out, blow my house down, whatever. And if the wind obeys you, then so will I. That thing had a profound effect on me. I said, Lord, I want to live in obedience to you. I want your wisdom and your revelation to be revealed by the Holy Spirit so much that I'm walking in your truth and not my truth. Because how many just listen, want to just get everything that you got coming to you? I don't want to get to heaven and find out there was some stuff that God had for me that I missed out on. I want it all. Say, I want it all. all. See, see, here comes the enemy. See, there you go. There you go. You being, you see, God, and you, you, you supposed to live in a way where you don't want that. No, no, no. If he created it for me, then I want it. It's mine. What I do with it I want to be accountable for. So, Lord, as you're working on me, reveal to me what you have for me. Now, let's go over to Ephesians, the third chapter, fourth chapter. All right. Randy sort of touched on it. Mobilization. He talked to me. We were talking throughout the year of 2022. And he talked about he said how in 2023 he wanted to do a lot more discipling and discipleship classes he wants to do more equipping so mobilization for 2023 means this we're going to equip and assign all right this church is not a church where you're going to come and sit down This church is a church where you're going to come and you're going to learn about Jesus. You're going to be on the altar and you're going to get equipped for the assignment of God based on the hope of his calling that's over your life. And then we're going to help you launch into what God has for you. Do you know what Jesus did? He shows up to the shores and the disciples are fishing and he says, launch out into the deep. That's what we're getting ready to do. Some of y'all launch out into the deep. You know it's God when it's bigger than you. Uh, some of you, some of you are being launched out into little waters and you think, well, I'm doing the thing of God. No, no, no. He told him, launch out to the, into the deep. He said, what do you want us to launch out to the deep for? He said, he said, he said, we, they said, we haven't caught anything. We've been trying to catch all night and we haven't caught nothing. He said, go deeper. See, some of you are trying to have the fullness in the comfortable place. And God says, no, I'm about to put you in some uncomfortable waters. Because it's there that you're going to understand the fullness and the glory that's on your life. When I stretch you, when I pull on you, when I show you who you really are. So you're going to come and you're going to find yourself on the altar and want to seek God's face and the revelation of his hope is going to be upon our lives and we're going to see it clearly and we're going to get equipped for that assignment and we're going to start walking in it and we as pastors are going to walk alongside of you. Hallelujah. As training wheels until the Lord tells us to let you ride and that's when the training wheels come off. And if you fall and scrape your knee just like you did when you were a kid, get back up. And get back on the bike. Yeah. If you if you get a boo boo on your elbow, get back up and get on the bike. Yeah. 
Why? Because God has a purpose and a plan for your life. Hallelujah. And our job is to live within that thing and walk according to his will and his desire and stop being afraid because he has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. Woo, that sounds good. All right. So look what it says here. Look what it says here. All right, got a few minutes. Look at this. Look at this. Ephesians 4. So I, Paul's writing here, a prisoner of the Lord or a prisoner for the Lord, appeal to you to live worthy of the calling. So the first thing I got to do, Pastor Randy, is know my calling. I got to know my calling. I didn't say know your title. I said, no, you're calling. Because the calling and the gifting says, how can I serve? I want to tell you something. Everything that God's given you is not for you. It ain't just for your family. Well, wait a minute, Pastor Tim. Wait, no, no, let me prove to you. Because if he gave it to you before the foundations of the world, he gave it to you before you knew anybody. What he's called you to do and the purpose that's over your life and the assignment that is in that purpose is bigger than how you think. So Paul says, I'm a prisoner to what God is saying here. I'm a prisoner to his hope and and his call upon my life. All right. So I need to walk worthy of the calling, which means I got to know it first. And then I got to align myself with the calling. I got to align myself with what God is saying. And I got to walk in and I cannot be distracted. I was watching some of you watch the championship game of. I believe it was Michigan or the semifinal game of Michigan and, and uh, TCU. And there was a play towards the end of the game. It was the last play. And the quarterback was looking to the sidelines. And the center snapped the ball. The ball hit him in his chest and rolled forward. It was the last play. And all they needed was a touchdown to win. But the quarterback was distracted because the people on the sidelines were trying to get him, but nobody on the line knew. So they snapped the ball. It hit him and rolled forward. Then it became okay. And some of us are living in chaos. Because we're not ready for the play. We're not ready for the assignment for the day. We're distracted. And the enemy knows how to distract. He knows how to distract. The enemy knows how to get. Listen, listen. He knows which text will get you off track. He knows which Facebook post will get you off track. He knows which phone call will get you. You already made up your mind. mm, 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 No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm focused on you, Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I'm walking in your truth, and I am not. I thank you for delivering me from that mess in the name of Jesus. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) 
I ain't answering it. No, no, thank you, Jeter. Thank you, Jeter. Ding, ding, ding. You can blow me up all you want. I ain't. Ding, ding, ding. What, what you want? The enemy knows. What? Did this how you? What? I was just calling to see what was up and wanted to say happy, happy. Well, thank you. What you doing right now? I just wanted to say if you want to go get a cup of coffee. Oh, well, you, you went from. Knowing he delivered you from it. To thinking now you're Supergirl. <laughs> and just like the enemy, the enemy will tell you when you get there, you just listen, you're going to say holy. No, you're not. Because the enemy wouldn't put nothing in your face that wouldn't be a distraction. Let me leave that alone too. Like, you all in my business right now, Pastor Tim. I'm a prisoner. You know what prisoner is? Anybody been in jail? Yes. Look at that. The hands just went up. You know what happens? They tell you when to come out the cell. You line up. Somebody even said the time. 5.30. You standing there. They took away your name and gave you a number. They tell you where to stand, where to go, when to eat, when to shower, when to sleep. Thank you, Cleo. All that. They give you direction. Why? Because you are a prisoner. You don't wake up going, you know, I, I ain't doing that today. It ain't going down today. I ain't doing that. Why? Because you gave up the right to say that you are now a prisoner of the system. Well, when you gave your life to Jesus, what you said is I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet not I, but Christ that lives on the inside of me. The great thing about being a prisoner of the Lord is now we are a prisoner of the winning team. I'm no longer bound. I'm a prisoner of the Lord. So I want to walk in the godly character. I want to walk in the moral courage. I want to be courageous, not fearful. I want to have integrity and maturity in my behavior. Man, there's some stuff that I want to, I want to act a nut. But I want to be mature in my behavior. I want to live a life that expresses, oh, I love this. This was good. My gratitude to God for his salvation. I want to live in chaos. That ain't from God. Just going and coming at the same time. Up and down at the same time. Always in the valley and never on the mountaintop. Uh-uh, whom the sun says free is free indeed. I want to live like I'm free. I'm going to live like he set me free. 
I want to live like that. I told you all, like, my, here's my dad dying, and he's still talking about heaven. When my mom was dying and she was in pain, I kept hearing her say, thank you, Jesus. I want to live like I got salvation. Yeah. I don't want to live like I don't know where I'm going. I know where I'm going. Yeah. I'm heaven bound. Yeah. I'm pressing on the upward way. Yeah. New heights I'm gaining every day. Yeah. I'm heaven bound. God's placed my feet on solid ground. I'm no longer living in sinking sand. My house has been built on the rock. And the rock is the Lord Jesus Christ. I've been freed, y'all. Hallelujah. I done been through some stuff. I done done some stuff. But man, I've been saved by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. His mercy. Man, sometimes that old man want to jump up. When Jeremy threw down his leather coat, the old man jumped up and said, go get it. Because that's Corinthian leather right there. Go get that coat. He don't want it. Go get it. And I got to rebuke the old man. See, you got to rebuke the old man. That's not. Now you got to better say that ain't me no more. You can't get me with just a cup of coffee no more. Not that they ever could, Ned. And it's like, they had to come more than that, Pastor Tim. Say, well, you different now. You got to be able to stand and having done all the stand, keep on standing. Helmet of salvation on. Breastplate of righteousness on. Lord's girded with truth. Hallelujah. Feet with the preparation, the gospel of peace. Hallelujah. Having your sword, which is the word of God. Having your shield, which is faith. Man, you different. Now say, I'm different. Hallelujah. You're not what you used to be. You can handle stress now because you're not handling by yourself anymore. You're handling it with the Lord Jesus Christ. He's with me. I'm yoked up with Jesus. When you used to talk about me, I was ready to fight. Now I can bless those who curse me. I can pray for those who despitefully use me. I can love on my enemy. Why? Because I've been changed. I'm different. I'm not what I used to be. Hallelujah. I've been changed. I've been healed. I've been delivered. He climbed up the mountain after me. He knocked down the door after me. He rebuked every lie for me. I'm different now. I've been changed from the inside out. I want my kids to see that I'm different. I want to walk around my house different. I want to show up to work different. I want to handle traffic different. I want to show up to the store different. I'm changed, y'all. I want to walk in that integrity. I want somebody to be proud of the fact that they know me. I know that's a man of God. I'm different now. They're not wondering am I a man of God. They know I'm a man of God because of how I act and how I live. Hallelujah. I believe in who he is. Hallelujah. I got to close y'all. Look what it says here. Hallelujah. Look what it says here. It says, he says, I want to live a life that expresses gratitude with all humility forsaking self-righteousness. Me and Pastor Randy was talking in the office. I, I don't want to live in, judge, in a judgmental way anymore. 
I want to pray for those that are going through. I don't want to celebrate they fall. I want to pray for them. Gentleness, I want to be a part of my makeup, maintaining self-control, patient, and bearing with one another in an unselfish love. I want to make every effort to keep the oneness of the spirit and the bond, the peace with everyone that I'm working with. Because there is one body of believers. I know we got a bunch of churches, but we're one church. I know we got a bunch of names on the churches, but we're one church. We are the church established by the Lord Jesus Christ. And he says, upon that confession that he is both Savior and Lord, he's established his church and the gates of hell cannot prevail. I'm not in competition with nobody. I don't care how many showed up to your church. I don't care how many showed up to your church. We all one body. And we're worshiping God. We're worshiping God. We're not in comp. Look how the enemy has us competing with one another. No, we're one body because we're serving one Lord, one Lord, one faith, and one baptism, one God and Father of us all. Look what that sixth verse says. One God and Father of us all who is sovereign and over all, working through all and living in all. He's living in you, Albert. He's living in me. Clearly living in you. He's living in me. He's living in you and he's living in me. So we want to equip you. We're going to keep dealing with this. We want to equip you and we want to assign you. If you're called to pastor, we want to equip you. If you're called to be a teacher, we want to equip you. If you're called to prophesy, we want to equip you. If you're called to evangelize, we want to equip you. We're going to be talking about this a little deeper, but we want to equip you and then assign you. Give you the resources. Make sure that you're doing what God called you to do. Come alongside of you and say, hey, do you need some support in that? If you're called to worship, we want to give you the platform to worship. If you're called to dance, we want to give you the opportunity to dance. If you're called, whatever you're called, we want you to walk in that thing like never before. And we're going to help you with the distractions, not by telling you it's a distraction. Well, you know, sister, that's a distraction. No, you got to get to a point where you know for yourself what you got to let go of. What truth you got to walk in. I knew when I went to Georgia, I prepared myself. I said, Lord, prepare me right now because, you know, when I get there, I'm going to have some emotions. And the emotion is that I didn't get enough time with my dad. He left when I was 12 because of the breakup of him or my mom. And I never got to just look up in the stands and see my dad at every game. When, you know, I'm seeing these games with the kids on the, the, on the, on the field and he looks up and they're always showing the picture of the parents. I never got that opportunity 
at the high points of my life to look up and see my mom and dad there. The role that I'm in now, my mom would pray and say, God's going to have you do this. And she's been gone since 2008. And there's sometimes Melody where I was like, man, I wish my mom could see me in this role that I'm in now. Now she saw it in a vision. But she ain't in heaven worried about Tim. I'll see her when I get there. What she worried about is what God has promised and revealed to her. And she running around on two legs. But but I said, Lord, prepare me as I walk in. He ain't going to know you. Okay, Lord, prepare me for him not knowing me. Here comes the enemy. See, he ain't been knowing you for a long time. Here it is. Now you got to deal with him dying and you're going to have all those emotions of a little boy again. I said, no, I'm not. Why? Because I'm coming in different. I'm walking in different. I'm no longer going to be bound by that anymore, Jeremy. I'm going to walk in different. We already dealt with that. We already prayed that through, and God's already healed me in that, and we already had fellowship and praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. I understand now. So I'm going to walk in different. I'm going to walk in in the joy of the Lord, and I'm going to embrace the moment. And I'm going to accept the fact that God's plan is greater than my desire. So bow your heads as we get ready to just Pastor all comes out. We're going to get ready to share in communion together. We want to make sure that everybody in here understands the next steps that we get ready to go through. We're about to get mobilized. We're about to get equipped. There's a lot more that I wanted to say. I'll say it. I'll have some time to say it in the coming weeks. We're getting ready, y'all. For a year of fulfillment, a year of fullness, a year of complete sufficiency in God. Because we're going to trust in him with all our hearts and lean not to our own understanding. This has been New Hope Radio, a ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship. You're invited to worship with them at 22110 Montgomery Street in Hayward. Services are held Sundays at 10 a.m. For other service times and more information, see New Hope Christian Fellowship online at nhcfonline.org. That's nhcfonline.org. Join us next week at this time for New Hope Radio here on AM 1100 KFAX. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.